0: But the way we are raised has this kind of comparison undertone of of life, really. You work to be better than your colleagues so you can get the pay rise. And it's, we need to bring attention to this and understand that we're not in it to compete to get to a goal. We need to reverse this mindset and be happy in the present moment, just doing the things that are gonna get the results. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work, but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. There we go, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Success Shift. We are here in the last week-ish of January, starting off the year quite strong. Um, There's been lots and lots and lots going on on my end, which I've been loving, although it's kept me very, very busy, very, very occupied, Um, starting a new casual job last week and things with the journal and the family and all sorts of stuff happening, so... I will be reducing the calls to three times a week, um, starting next week. We have, haven't have quite decided on the days, but I will let you know throughout the week. Um, three days a week instead of five days, just so that I can get back on top of things. And hopefully once everything's um, a little bit more under wraps, we can maybe increase it again and see how we go. But today I would like to share my gratitude as always starting off with some gratitude. I want to share gratitude for challenges um, and for finding a silver lining in most places. My new temporary job, which is just to get me out of the house a little bit, is handing out flyers. So just little marketing flyers to people. And I'm out there at 7.30 in the morning. It's snowing. It's cold. People on their way to work. But a lot of people seem to be very miserable um i'm walking standing there handing things out it's you know i like to think i'm not very intrusive at all just tend to say good morning how are you in my very average german um with the biggest smile i can and so many people just seem so disgruntled like people this morning someone walked past and bumped me out the way because i was in their way apparently and i really it makes me feel sorry for a lot of people um yeah, it was a bit of an eye-opener today, and it makes me realize how many people seem, I guess, stuck or really, really miserable that even you know, the inability to smile when someone else is smiling at you on the street. I can understand if I was grumpy or yelling or rude, that's fine, but just a general smile. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people return the favor, and they, they even light up when they see my smile, which I really enjoy doing, but some people just... It's really unfortunate that they're either stuck in their situation. I mean, I get some people have bad days, but I think I take for granted how lucky I am to have this knowledge, to have found other opportunities than being stuck in the nine-to-five grind that I've traveled, that I've got very limited restrictions, shall we say, on my lifestyle as it is. I mean, yeah, I got a baby. I can, can't do all the things that I used to do, but I'm still very very free to enjoy my life compared to some of the people that uh yeah i see in the mornings that seem to be very unhappy so i'm very grateful for my scenario i'm very grateful for my opportunities i'm very grateful for my outlook on life and the ability to have a group of people who seem to be on the same wavelength and trying to make something new and trying to find the the silver lining in situations so even though i'm up there in the morning it's cold. Sometimes it can be a bit wet and it's not the uh, most inspiring place to be. But seeing other people compared to myself makes me a very happy and understandably privileged, I, I think, person in that environment. And this brings us on to what I want to talk to you, uh, talk a bit about today is comparison. Now, I mentioned before that my computer's playing up and so I can't see anyone's gratitude. Usually I'd say drop your gratitude in the chat and we'll have a read through but i cannot do that today so if there's anyone who would like to share their gratitude out loud i'd be very much appreciative of that as i can't read them today because of some technical difficulties
1: okay well i can share thank you we were very fortunate we're going to do christmas with uh, two of our kids that don't live here this week so we had the week off and our youngest came um uh, <laughs> a couple days ago, and we got to go to Jasper yesterday, and we've had a wonderful time. Our middle child came over for supper, so we've got to play games and go for a hike. It was fantastic.
0: Lovely. I love Jasper. It's such a beautiful place. You're so lucky to be able to explore that area.
1: Yeah, we're an hour and a half away, and we don't get to go there near enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I've been up there once, and I think we we're there for about a week and a half, and I wish I could go back, but it's worlds apart now, but it's beautiful, beautiful part of the world thank you so much for sharing. That's awesome. Such a good idea as well to have that belated Christmas with a family that's not around so much. Anyone else willing to share today?
1: I can share as well. Thank you. Yeah, we, uh, so just again, I'm just so very grateful for relationship. Um, we just had a weekend where There was, I think, 12 of us girlfriends that went out to celebrate a friend's birthday and we just booked a cabin and yeah, just had a couple of amazing days together, played like an 11 hour card game, which I was like, I'm going to hate this, but you know, (laughs) I'm grateful for new experiences and just for fun, friendly competition and just, yeah, time with girlfriends. When you're like a mom and moving in different directions, it is just such a gift to just, you know, recenter and reground. And yeah, wait for the next trip, like three months, four months down the road. And it just, I mean, when I say trip, I mean like one overnight together is just the best. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I, I will say that that's something that I definitely took for granted when I was living in Australia with all my friends. I had a great, great large group of friends. We caught up all the time. Now that I've traveled, you know, it's few and far between where you sit down and have um, those catch-ups with friends, especially your close friends, the friends you've had for a while. Now that I live on the other side of the world, the idea of just one night with, what was it, 12, 12 of you for friends, like that sounds like an absolute dream to me because it does. It's very, very powerful for the mind, and it's very relaxing and enjoyable just to completely detach from all the other life dramas and just hang out with friends and just have a good laugh. In fact, you could have the time to play an 11-hour card game. Wow, that sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. And I think you're right when you said it laugh. Like, I just think like laughter was just such powerful medicine this weekend. So yeah, it was a gift. It was awesome. It's
0: the best medicine, isn't it? Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I really appreciate that. Anyone else want to jump in today? Last chance before we move on, step out of that comfort zone, open up the mic. All right well thank you. Oh,
1: I just want to say I'm grateful to be back with the group. I'm home from Peru and getting back to routine so it's nice to see your face Jake.
0: (laughs) Nice thank you so much for being here. I hope you had an amazing time in Peru. Uh, It sounds like an absolute heaven. I'd love to go to Peru so I'm glad you enjoyed it and I'm glad you're back joining us again. Okay so today I want to talk a bit about comparison Um, but before we Touch on that. We had Morris and Adriana on Friday. They were sharing their tips and tricks for success in a way and about their key factors for their um, news resolution and trying to achieve their goals. And they had some really great insights and stuff that we talk about a lot on this group, uh, on this call. But one thing that I really wanted to bring back um, from what they were saying was Morris said, You know, you are the summation of the five people you hang around with and I totally agree with this statement I think environment is everything this is a very big factor of a lot of my beliefs environment is everything and actually I do have the plan to write a book about this entire thing because I think it's so key to life is setting up your environment and making sure that you surround yourself by the right people the right cues the right habits the right tools the right sceneries the right people like i said the thing i said already um but taking that a step further i believe it's key is not the people you hang around but the five closest thoughts that you let sit in your head now let me explain we do talk about how thoughts turn into feelings which turn into action which turn into results so the thoughts that we repeat thoughts that we continue to bring to the forefront of our mind and attach emotion to attach a feeling to is eventually what we take action on and once we take action on it enough we get the results right so if we have a goal or a concept that we want to achieve the key here is not only to surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do and are in line with achieving those goals But find the thought process that will get you to those goals. And what happens when you surround yourself by like-minded people is the topic of discussion comes up, the conversations are the same, the direction is very similar. And so therefore, the continuation of thoughts is aligned with achieving those goals. Now, I bring this up because you can hang around with the five people, but if you don't connect if you don't have the conversation if you don't open up if you maybe think okay i'm going to hang around these people because they're going places and you don't feel like you fit in or you're just there because you feel like you're meant to be there but you're not actually there in spirit or in body or in mind or in mind but you're only there in body then this can deter from the speed at which you'll progress and so in order to help ourselves here I think it's better to understand the thoughts that we hold in our mind the most frequently is what's going to make us who we are. And of course, the people we hang around with have certain traits which will manipulate those thoughts, ideally in a positive manner. So what if we are changing our thoughts? What if our environment is surrounded by, you know, the old high school friends? Like I just said before, you know, I had a great group of friends who I used to hang out with all the time. But. The majority of their work life balance was work as a carpenter or some kind of trade monday through thursday friday and then get pissed through sunday um saving wasn't really high on the cards they were making good australian bogan money um and they spent a lot of that on partying and alcohol and drugs and all other sorts of toys and just lavish fun now i loved them i had a great time with them but The thoughts, the conversations, the topics that we would expand our mind with were not in line with where I wanted to go. I ended up leaving and traveling the world kind of unrelated, but that left me with the ability to then select who I wanted to um, hang around with and the conversations I wanted to have and the thought patterns that I wanted to have from there. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved having a good party and a catch-up and a beer on the weekend. That was what I was all for as well. That's why I found myself in that scenario. But then I went to, I'm going to be sober, I'm going to focus purely on work, and I'm going to concentrate on nothing but exercise and business and all the right things. However, the very next group of people that I found myself with, we boring as shit and I just didn't have fun and I was miserable and their balance wasn't there. Yes, my thought process, um, my conversations were along the lines of where I wanted to go. But my thoughts weren't 100% with those conversations because what I was thinking was, oh, I'm bored here or I'm missing my old friends or I would like to have something other than just this or we've spoken about this stock for the same 10 times we've caught up. And so although I was surrounding myself with the right people, um, the thoughts that were in my head weren't of, yes, I'm aligned with you and I want to run with you. It's you're boring the shit out of me and I don't actually have any connection with you, (laughs) right? And so while you can surround yourself by the right people, it's the thoughts that we have in our mind that we're going to end up leading, leading us down the path of where we're going to go. And my thoughts were, this is boring. I want to find something else. And so where did I go? I ended up splitting away from them, finding different people. And lo and behold, over time, I sort of went back and forth from one extreme to the next to find my happy medium where, you know, I was able to travel and have fun, but also keep my mind oriented in business and growth and personal development and trading, etc. So it's really important there, I think, that it's not just about who we surround ourselves with, but the thoughts that we maintain in our mind. Okay, chuck some ones in the chat. Or maybe just say yes, if you're agreeing with this or it's making sense. I think I will see maybe some ones if it's just yes, a one. Yes, I agree. Perfect. Thank you very much, Erin. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know what's good. Yeah, I just see blank boxes, but I'm assuming they're ones. <laughs> Thank you for your help, for your um, participation. I don't know what's going on today. So the next thing I want to talk about, and we spoke about this briefly, it's the basis here is comparison. And last week, we were talking all about uh, conscious and subconscious beliefs. So we went from subconscious conscious and subconscious behaviors to conscious and subconscious beliefs. And we briefly discussed how sometimes these subconscious paradigms that we have are really, really hard to change because they're not brought to our attention because they are so subconscious, but that's just the way we're brought up. So I often say that when someone questions a belief of yours that's so ingrained, you'll think they're crazy for for even suggesting like, what? How can you even say that? Like that's so far from what is obviously true. You sound crazy. But the thing is that this is a belief of yours that you've just had since you could ever remember that, of course, it sounds crazy to question it. These are the subconscious beliefs that sometimes are the ones that are holding us back because they're so ingrained into who we are and who we identify as and everything we know that is that to question that, to go against that, to sort of say hey, maybe you're right. And I'm the crazy one for having this thought forever. And you don't have to use the word crazy. It's just an example. But when someone questions one of your beliefs or values that you're just like, you sound insane for even thinking that that's possible to be different. These are the very, very, very ingrained beliefs that we have. And one that has been brought to my attention a lot, and I'm finding huge influxes in my emotional swings because of this is that comparison. Now, I believe it was Theodore Roosevelt who said comparison is a thief of, of all joy. And I think Mark Twain said the comparison is the death of joy. But really what's happening is we're taking our situation and comparing it to someone else's and then being usually upset because we are not at their level. All right, Check some once or puts... Anything in the chat? So I see the boxes move if you have ever been in a situation where you've compared yourself with someone and been disappointed. Yeah, we got some boxes coming through. Okay. Now, there's two sides to this. You can compare yourself to someone who's doing better than you and then be disappointed. Or you can compare yourself to someone who's worse than you and feel proud and like, yeah, I'm better than that person. But here's the catch. 99% of the time where you compare yourself to someone who's worse than you you feel like a bit of a dick because you're like, yeah, I'm better than you. ha, <laughs> Suck, sucked in. That's a negative attitude that you don't, the lots of people who are striving to be better, they don't like having that about them. Like personally, I don't, I've been there. I've been like, ha, yeah, look at that. I'm better than you. And then I'm like, wow, Jake, you're a really arrogant dick. Why would you say that? That's really unnecessary. Most of the time, the people who are ahead of you would like to help you up. Those who send insults, who send hate, who send criticism, they're the ones who are usually jealous that you're ahead of them. are trying to pull you back to them it's very rare that you'll get someone who's ahead of you while you're striving to get to that better position to get to that level up that goes oh you're doing shit or tries to cut you down that pretty much only ever comes from the people below and so our comparison usually is only negative because we don't go haha yes i'm better than you because we feel guilty because we're putting someone else down we only go oh i'm not good enough because i'm not where they are does that make sense So we've kind of given ourselves a really shitty situation where we only compare ourselves to the people above us and make ourselves feel horrible when we compare. That doesn't sound like positive and growth behavior. I know because I do it to myself all the time. And what we're doing is we are putting ourselves down by highlighting an ideal snippet or reel of someone else's life who is better than us. Now, I do think with 100% certainty that having a idolization or a goal or I really want to be like that person in this particular area because they are where I want to be that's powerful that's good I think that's um, positive but when you go oh why aren't I there after six months I'm no good at this I'm horrible that is the negative side to this which we need to try and remove And not only that, but sometimes we go, oh, I want to be like this person. And we look at this snippet, this highlight reel, and ignore the fact that they might be depressed, have a whole bunch of other stuff going on, maybe be lonely, whatever else is on the background. And then we go, I want to be like them, not realizing the whole picture of life that they might have. Because a lot of people hide the negativity and flaunt the, posit- the positive sides because we like to be proud of what we've done. So this comparison that we're constantly doing So far, I haven't found a positive mindset version of it. We're only bringing negativity out of the comparison. We don't like to gloat and be better than people because that makes us feel guilty. We don't like to not be where someone is at this highlight because then we feel not worthy. We don't look at the negative sides and compare to that and say, well, I'm grateful for, this is why we practice gratitude. I'm grateful that I don't have that part and that I'm only, you know, that I'm this level, but I don't have all these other negative sides going on. So this comparison, this continuous comparison is something that will very often put us in a negative space and we want to try and remove this. But how do we remove this? Well, the subconscious belief of comparison and whether you believe you have it or not, that's entirely up to you. But let me give you an example of how I believe pretty much everyone in the Western society, unless you have great parents, which you very well may, um, probably has this comparison and we spoke about this in the chimp paradox called the, um, the fridge, fridge door syndrome. And basically it's the whole schooling system to a T as well. Now the fridge door syndrome states, actually, let me, I've got it here. So this is where a child comes running out. Okay. Helen, we got, no, I'm just going to read this page about the fridge door syndrome so you can get a good understanding. So I read this uh, a couple of weeks back. But I'm going to read it again here because I think it's powerful to understand. Now, it's the first day of school and the young child is full of emotion. The teacher says to the child, let's paint a picture of your parents. After painting the picture, the child runs home to show the parent. As The child runs up to the parent. The parent says, what is that you've got? The child hands over the painting. The parent responds, this picture is fantastic. You're very clever. I'm so proud of you. I want the world to know just how good you are. And then puts the picture on the fridge door for all the world to see just how clever the child is. Now, what has happened is that the child now has a great big goblin to share life with. Let's look at the same scenario with a different approach. The child returns from school with a painting and runs to the parent. The parent responds with, hang on, moves the painting to the one side and hugs the child. Then the parent says, I'm so proud of you and you are clever and I want the world to know just how proud I am of you. Now, what is that you have got? The parent and the child now have a discussion about the painting and the parent compliments the painting and the child and asks the child if they would like to put it on the fridge door because it's pretty. In the very first scenario, what the parent did was to tell the child that it was clever and that the parent was proud of it because of what the child had achieved. In other words, implying that the child's worth is dependent on the painting. Then the parent went on to tell the child that they want to let the world know by putting the picture on the fridge door. The message to this child was, It is what you can achieve in life that will make you worthy. It is what you do that will make others see you in a good light. Now, the message to the second child was that you are worthy just as you are. It is who you are that is being loved and respected, and you don't have to achieve anything in order to get this. The parent then went on to say that achieving things is good, but these shouldn't be mixed up with your own self-worth. It is, of course, always good to praise a child if it has done its best, whatever level it has achieved. Of course, there is a balance to be had in these two scenarios. So this example here, yes, they're so similar. And yes, praising a child is good. But you can see how one situation has put the child's worth based on what it's done. And the other has valued the child and then discussed what um, what the child has done. Now, in both scenarios, you can see that they're both being good parents and they're both doing their best. And I think it's just, a natural way and I believe my parents would have been like, oh my God, this is amazing. Well done. I want the world to see because they're praising me. That's just how they were raised and that's how they were taught to raise. Um which isn't a negative thing. It's just the cycle of what we have been grown up with. But we go into the schooling system and the same thing happens. We are compared to every kid in our class. And you are praised for being at the top of the class and those at the bottom, you need to get extra learning, you need to do this, you need to be better, blah, 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 blah. You can see how this system for our entire childhood going into university i mean i spent 20 what was it 25 years almost in the schooling system after i got my degree and that whole thing was comparing ranking yourself in with the cohort everyone that you come to class with every day we're going to rank you and we're going to make sure that you're ranked with everyone else at your age group and we're going to put you in a level system depending on how good you are this is how the whole schooling system works So, of course, we have this ingrained into our belief that we are only good if we are worthy. Now, this has come to my attention because I'm standing here handing out flyers. So be it a very basic job. But the boss straight away puts in a number in my head. Oh, this is what the minimum is and this is what we should be doing. So. In a job where I should be very genuinely standing there enjoying my time, you know, smiling, doing the thing, I'm going, oh, this isn't enough. I'm not good enough. Oh, maybe this job isn't good. And I spend three hours in stress or panic because I'm comparing myself to what the baseline level I have been told is. Now, the difference between me stressingly handing out them and just having a good time and handing is probably about 20 flyers, which is very minimal in the scheme of things. It's, you know, probably like 4% variant. But my mindset the whole time is completely different, completely opposite. And as we've discussed, happy energy flows, positive energy radiates. So if I'm in a good state of mind and I'm just happy, just doing the process, being present in the actual process and not goal oriented, it's going to be easier. It's going to be happier and it's going to be more enjoyable. But if I'm stressed about trying to compete, trying to compare, trying to get enough flyers out, trying to make sure that I'm good enough, trying to make sure that I'm going to get that praise, trying to make sure that I'm feeling worthy from the boss who I've met for like two days, like who cares? The stress and anxiety and the mindset that I have with this comparative headspace is completely worlds apart with the mindset of I'm happy being, putting smiles on my face is still doing my job. The outcome's minimalistically different but the entire three hours spent is a world apart competing stressed anxious am i good enough compared to i love this job i'm singing i'm happy i'm smiling i'm doing the things that are just bringing joy to me and the people around me so i hope this has made sense how this comparison subconscious belief is something that we're pretty much all ingrained bit like is built in it's no one's fault. It's just the way the system that we've grown up with in a lot of Western society, and it might not be for the same for everyone. But the way we are raised has this kind of comparison undertone of, of life, really. You work to be better than your colleagues, so you can get the pay rise. And we need to bring attention to this and understand that we're not in it to compete to get to a goal. We need to reverse this mindset and be happy in the present moment, just doing the things that are going to get the results. Like in trading, are we working towards a goal, competing with everyone else on the race to who's going to get there first? I'm not as good as this person because I haven't earned this much or I haven't compounded my account or I didn't get this trade that everyone else got in the group. I'm not good enough. Or are we going to shift that mindset and go, I am here doing me, being happy, following the process in the infinite gameplay, doing the thing I need to do with the right mindset, not comparing myself to everyone and just enjoying the journey. Okay. Well, we're running out of time. I'm back trading this week. So we'll jump over to our trading call. Thank you very much. I hope this made some sense. Uh, Like chuck some ones, not that I'll be able to tell into the chat if you understood this and you enjoy it. And if it's making sense, um, I'll hopefully have all this sorted tomorrow and we'll be back again tomorrow to sort of discuss how the comparison in trading is, again, that negative um, gremlin we need to try and remove. But for today, let's have some fun trading. Let's enjoy it. Don't compare yourself to anyone but your previous self. Uh, To those who are not trading with us, I shall see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.
1: Thank you, Jake.
0: You're welcome.